0: Blog Talk Radio. Okay, praise God and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to www.livedeliverance.com. We have Sister Sheila Newborn, my secretary here. Thank the Lord for her to hear the visit from Boston, Massachusetts. A wonderful sister in Christ, and I'm elated to be here amongst her. I want to thank all of you who are participating on our Shabbat Saturday services. This is the Sabbath and we have a very powerful teaching. The last days, the end times, and Christians must suffer. In order to get to the kingdom of God, you have to suffer. But before I do this, I want to let you all know that there are a lot of Christians that's in error, not understanding the Sabbath, not having no respect for the Sabbath. That's another subject. We talked about that last week. So Please go on at www.livedeliverance.com concerning the Sabbath. Let us begin in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, how God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, Acts 10.38. Lord, your word says in 1 John 1.9, if we confess our fault that you are just and able to forgive us from all unrighteousness, and, Father, you says in your word in Romans 3.10, none is righteous. All have fallen short of the glory of God. We take this time and opportunity to ask that you forgive us for sins known and unknown. Lord, we thank you that you have eradicated these sins based on Galatians 3.13, curses is he who hangeth on a tree. Christ became a curse that we may inherit the blessings of Abraham. Thank you for the mercy and grace that you have bestowed upon us. And, Lord, we want to thank you that we're not in hell. We realize that we're like a vapor, James 4.4, passing through this earth. Lord, let this word penetrate to the hearer of the believer. We come up against Satan and every demonic force that would block this teaching. We bind all demonic spirits in the celestials, the first, second, and the third heaven. And we come up against all evil forces of the spirit of slumber to put someone asleep to get them distracted from hearing God's word. In the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, we pray. Amen. We are dealing with hurricanes. We're dealing with violence. We are dealing with wars, unusual weather. Fires, crime is at its highest, violence, turmoil worldwide, political spirits in the atmosphere, especially in this wicked nation, (laughs) America, lots of issues worldwide everywhere, including in Jamaica, everywhere. Homosexuality is spreading abroad throughout the world. Well, that means the time's up. Have you ever noticed that the conditions in the earth is different than what it was 20 years ago? Because we're in the last days. Also, I want to mix the last days to suffering as Christians. I know a lot about suffering. Being a Christian is not easy. And if anyone would tell you that it is easy, they'll be lying to you. Let me show you the dedication it takes to be a Christian. Please turn to Mark chapter 10. And I'm going to read this to you. It's called the reward of sacrifice. You know, Jesus says that there will be people casting out demons in my name going to hell. Lord, Lord, have we not cast out devils in thy name? Have we not prophesied in their name? Have we not done all these mighty, wonderful works He say, Away from me, you workers of iniquity. I know you're not. Look at Mark chapter 10, verse 28 before we proceed. In Mark ten twenty eight it says, Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that have left house. Uh oh. <laughs> this is this is read right now. Most churches don't even their bypass this house or brethren or sister. Our father, this is physical family now, or mother, mama, that's Jesus now saying this, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake, now watch this, and the gospels. Most people ain't going to do that. He said, for my sake, and the gospel. People don't even read the gospel, so how are they going to do this? But he shall receive a hundredfold now, In this time, houses and brethren and sister and mother and children and lands with persecution. I can be a witness to that. But look at this. And in the world to come. Now, here's the reward for being persecuted for mama, sister, brother, house, and all these people. Here's the reward. Eternal life. So there's a price to get eternal life. There is a price for that. But many that shall be first shall be last, and the last first. There's a price. And Satan has really penetrated the church to make Christianity special in America. I live in two countries, and it's even getting like that now in Jamaica, this prosperity doctrine. It doesn't work. It's a lie. Strictly from the pit of hell. Now, I'm going to show you where Christians fit. Even in end times, we got to suffer. I don't want to suffer. Being an apostle, I don't really like that. <clears throat> it's a lot going with, when we say, sent one. There's a lot of persecution come with really trying to serve God. So let's look at where we at in the world concerning when Jesus is coming. And then we're going to look at why all of this is going on. We who believe that Jesus is the Son of God are going to go through persecution. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it out loud. I got a brother. I love him. I got a sister. My sister Catholic. I'm not Catholic no more. I don't even, they don't even communicate to me no more because I told them I don't recognize Easter. I recognize Jesus and I'm the resurrection. I'm not into Easter. I'm not into bunny rabbits. I'm not into Christmas putting Christmas trees in your house, all these pagan holidays mixing with Christianity. I'm not I'm into the word. And I've been persecuted for this. Now, the devil don't like the Bible, and if he can keep you away from knowing the Bible, he can keep you away from knowing what's happening in the world. Yes, a lot of people watch the news. But I have a book that's going to tell you when it's going to start, how it's going to happen, and what signs to look after, and that's what we're going to look at now. Before we move to being persecuted as a Christian and suffering for His name'sake, please turn to the book Second Timothy. And it says the coming apostasy, that means to pull away from the church. And we have churches in here in these United States everywhere worshiping tomorrow, not today. Hebrews 4, 1 through 11 says that you have to enter into the rest of God. That's why Christians are wired out. That's why they don't have no energy to go through it because they don't take the time to rest. In the Lord, but the Bible says that now three one says this know also that in the last days, no one knows when the Father's coming. I'm going to show that to you don't no, nobody know when Jesus' coming, but one person that's God, the Father in heaven. I'm going to show you out the Bible, scripture by scripture, we're apostolic ministry here, which is not popular, but it's popular worldwide. If you want to know the truth, God's word is truth. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free, John 8.32. This know also that in the last days, privileged times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. We see that now. Covetousness, we see that. Boastful, Donald Trump. Proud, Donald Trump. Blasphemous. Donald Trump. Disobedience to parents. Unthankful, unholy. Everybody is all into things money, uh, websites, uh, earplugs, anything but righteousness. And it says, without natural afflictions, truth breakers, they're lie to you, false accusers, inconsistent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded. Now here's the world right now where we at. Lovers of pleasures. That's where we at now. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Everybody want to be in pleasure. I ain't into that. My pleasure is serving Christ. I'm trying to stay out of sin. Pleasure can put you in sin. But that's what's going on in the last days. Having a form of godliness, little Dollar, Eddie Long, T.T. T. Jakes. That's a form of godliness. They ain't got no power. Jesus says, and you should receive power after that the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Acts one eight ain't no power to that. But you Christians, some of you, you like to hear that, and you think you're going to go to hell with that. You're going you going to heaven with it. You're going straight to hell because that's not biblical. You got the churches acting like this. You got people in society that act. You can't even say nothing to somebody nowadays. They will shoot you. Here I am in my house with a forty caliber sitting next to me. This is 2023. To ain't 1953, so it's getting worse. He says, having a form of godliness, watch this, but denying the power. Therefore, from such turn away. Well, the power that Jesus distributed to his disciples in Mark 3.13 was to cast out demons, to heal the sick, and to preach the gospel. That's power. It takes dinuminous to do that. We don't see that in the church. Now, the Lord tells us and gives us a key concerning when he's going to come, but he, don't, he doesn't tell us what day. But he gives us key references in the Bible concerning the conditions that we are in before the Messiah come, and that's where I want to get to. Please turn to your Bibles to the book of Matthew, chapter 24. Matthew, chapter 24. Matthew, chapter 24, and then we're going to go to verse 34, 35, 36, 36 and verse 37. In Matthew 24, 34, 24, 30, okay. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass, but my words shall not pass away. Verse 36, but of the day and hour knoweth no man. See, don't nobody know no, don't know no man on earth know the day and hour, but the Jehovah's Witness have predicted the day and hour five times since the existence of the Jehovah's Witness organization, and none was ever predicted correct. If anyone tells you that they know when Jesus comes, they are the Antichrist. That's an anti, is against Christ, against the Messiah, because Jesus himself don't even know. But of the day and hour, know it no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. So let's get something correct. If anybody come to tell you that Jesus is coming next week, that's a lie, because only God knows. The Bible just says that. See, when you don't read the word of God, this is what caused so much error with people. The Bible says, and this is Jesus in the red writing, but of the day and hour, Knoweth no man, no, not the angels, even, and the angels don't even know, don't you tell me LoDonly going to get on here and tell you that Jesus is coming next week, He ain't going to say that because he know he'll lose money. <laughs> he ain't going to say that because that's contrary to scripture. They know what they're doing, but of the day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Now here's the clue that the Lord gives us. But, that's a conjunction, as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man. That's Jesus. Now, the key to understanding this is that do you know what the days of Noah was? Most Christians don't. But it's okay. Here at Live Deliverance, we teach strictly apostolic word. All I do is teach, pray in tongues, stay in the spirit, read all day. That's all I do. I'm sold out. There ain't nothing else to do for me because I have a different calling. And I tell you, you get up here and try to teach and see don't you come under attack? Try it. Now, watch this. But as the days of Noah was, so shall also the coming of man. Now, we need to find out about the days of Noah. Well, where is that at? in the Bible? Let's look at the days of Noah. Now, we're going to compare the days of Noah because Jesus tells us, but as the days of Noah. That means that what they was doing at that time and that sin was going on at that time is going to happen today before he comes. That's a clue. The Lord gives us a clue, and I'm seeing it right in front of my face. In Genesis chapter 6 is the days of Noah. I got this old Bible, Lord. Help me with this thing here. For if I got a new one, but I got my markers here. Genesis six, the days of Noah. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, the daughters was born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men. Now the sons of God are angels. When angels come down on earth at that time, having sex with women, they lost their inhabitation in heaven. And it says that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, nice looking, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord says, my spirit shall not strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. We are all guaranteed one hundred and twenty years. That's it. There were giants in the earth in those days. Well, why were there giants? Because angels making having sex with women. That's evil. And also, after that, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth. Okay. Now, remember that Jesus says in Matthew chapter 24, he says, But of the days and hour no man knoweth, nor the angels of heaven, but my Father, but as the days of Noah. So we're looking at the days of Noah. Well, you may say, well, this is the 2024. We don't have angels coming down. We don't have that, but we got some more stuff that's going on that was going on in the Noah days that's going on today. Let's look at it. There were giants, Genesis 6, 4, there were giants in the earth in those days and also after that, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men which were of old men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. He sees that today. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, forever. Hebrews thirteen eight, And that the Every imagination, this is 2024, every imagination and thought of his heart was only evil continually. We see that today. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord says, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both male, man and beast and creeping things and the fowls of the air. But it repented that he made man. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Even in tribulation times, if you live in here in 2023, God will find grace if you call on him, and he'll get you out of it. Now watch this. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and a perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. And Noah began three sons, Sham, Ham, and Japheth. Now watch this. Here is uh, August 19, 2023. Here we go. I'm going to show you something thousands of years ago that's happening right now. Remember that Jesus says in the days of Noah, this is what was going on in the days of Noah in Genesis six eleven, The earth also was corrupt before God. We got an American president tried to overthrow the election. That's corrupt before God trying to get back in office, nowhere in a democratic nation that you can break the law, call folks niggas and son of bitches and shitholes, call black people that, and and then run back in office. If that's not wicked, how more wicked can you get? (laughs) Now watch this now. The earth also was corrupt before God. Here we go. And the earth was filled with violence. What do we have today? Violence. Now, since we see that, don't forget now, don't nobody know when Jesus is coming back, but God has only given us a sign. The unexpected coming of Christ isn't also uh, Matthew twelve thirty six. but of the day and the hour, no man knoweth, not the angels of heaven, but my father. You got to remember that. That's the key. You have to remember that because that is the main key. Now, we're going to look at, Luke chapter seventeen, verse twenty-six, violence in the earth. We have that today. Luke chapter seventeen. Luke seventeen, twenty-six through thirty. Here go Jesus again, giving us the sign. And as it was in the days of Noah. Now, we looked at that. Where did we look at that at? We looked at it in Matthew chapter 24, verse 34, verse 35, verse 36, and verse 37. Jesus is saying the same thing. This is Luke the apostle now. And as it was in the days of Noah so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. So the days of Noah, that means that the Son of Man is getting ready to come because it's like that as a comparison. He didn't say when. Now watch this. Jesus flips it. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. Now this is what they did in the days of Noah. They did eat they do that here in America all the time. They drank, they do that here all, everybody drinking liquor, partying. They marry wives. They were given into marriage. That means marriage divorcing, marrying divorces, until the day of Noah entered into the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them. So Jesus says they partying a lot, they do it today. Everybody want to party. Everybody want to go out and eat. Everybody want to entertain themselves. Everybody wants to be entertained. That ain't nothing but a, I ain't got the time for it. I'm I'm, 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 I'm in the kingdom. I, I, I asked the Lord, Lord, show me a scripture where you went out and by, went to volleyball or you barbecued with the disciples. There ain't nowhere in the Bible for that. Because the kingdom of God says that when you're called to the ministry, you do this and you die. So I'll be doing this and I'm dead. Now, watch this. Jesus is going to give us something else. Go to Luke 17, 26. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat. A lot of eating. They're doing it all over the world. They drank. They married wives. They were given in marriage. I mean, marrying again, multiple marriages. Until the day of Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Now, here's Jesus going to give us another assumption of what it's going to be like before he comes. Likewise, now he's, he got through with Noah. Now he's going to deal with Lot. Noah and Lot is the key compartments to understand what signs will follow before Jesus comes. People don't even see this right out of the Bible. Now, let's look at what Jesus tells us about the days of Lot, and we're going to look at Lot. Likewise, also, as it was in the days of Lot. Now, we know what about Lot in Genesis 19 with Solomon Gomorrah. We're going to go there. We're going to read it. Lot, they did eat. Now, this is Lot days. Same thing as in Noah, but they got a little more wicked with Lot. Likewise, also, it was... In the days of Lot, they did eat. Everybody had to go out and eat. Same thing today. They drank. They bought. They sold. They planted. They built. We're we doing that now. Planting, buying houses, sowing, building, making money. Oh, that's going on right now it's everywhere all the world. But the same day that Lot went out of Solomon, it rained fire and brimstones from heaven and destroyed them all. Well, why did God destroy them? God got tired of them eating, drinking, marrying wives, giving in the marriage, planting. That, that, that bothered God. So God, God smelt the stench of homosexuality. Even thus shall it be in the days when the Son of Man is revealed. So it's going to be the same thing. Now we need to look at the days of Lot. Turn to Genesis 19. Genesis chapter 19. Okay. Now we're going to look into the days of Lot. 19 verse 1. Why am I doing a Lot? Because Jesus said the earth would be just like that. Noah violence in the earth. There it is. It is right afterward. Genesis 19.1 says, and there came two angels to Solomon at Eve, and Lot set in the gates of Sodom, and Lot seeing them rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground, and he said, behold now, my lord, turn in. I pray you into your servant's house and tarry all night and wash your feet and ye shall rise up early and go on your way. And they say, nay, but we will abide in the streets all night. And he pressed upon them greatly and they turned in unto him and entered into his house. And he made them a feast and did break unleavened bread and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Solomon, can pass the house round about old and young. You got old homosexuals here today. and You got young homo- homosexuals here today. Now watch this. All the people from every quarter, that's a lot of wickedness. That's a lot of sin. That's That's a whole lot of people coming around a house for two men. And these was men. Now, the Bible says when men act like this, this is grievous to God. I want you to hold on to Genesis 19, verse 3. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him and entered into his house. And he made them a feast and did break unleavened bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Solomon, come pass the house round about old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them. That means have sex with them. Now hold on to that. Please turn to Romans chapter 1. God doesn't like stuff like this. Romans 1, verse 24. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the loss of their own hearts to desire their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature. That's Satan. Homosexuality and this type of stuff is serving the creature. That's out of the will of God. More than the creator, that's God, who is blessed forever, amen. For this cause, God gave them up into their affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burnt in their loss, one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving them themselves the recompense of the error which was met. And even as they did not like God, to retain God in their knowledge. We got that today. People ain't thinking about God. Only time you're going to call on Jesus when something happened to you. And then you'll, get, you'll start walking a couple of weeks, a month or two, and then you go right back to doing what you're doing. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, mangling, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things. Watch this. Disobedient to parents. That's very heavy nowadays. Now go back to Genesis chapter 19. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Man said, don't do this to these men. Behold now, I have two daughters which have not known man. I mean, it was a virgin. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they unto the shadow of my roof. This man know those angels. And they said, stand back. And they said again, this one. Follow came into sojourning and he will need be judged now will we deal worse with thee and with them and they pressed sore upon the men even lot and came near to break the door but the men put forth their hand and pulled lot into the house to them and shut the door and they smote the man that were at the door and the house with blindness both small and great And so they wearied themselves to find the door. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any beset sons and laws and thy sons and thy daughters? And whosoever thou hast in this city, bring them out of this place. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxed great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us angels to destroy it. And Lot went out and spoke unto his son-in-laws, which married his daughters, and said, Get ye up out of this place, for the Lord will destroy the city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his son-in-laws. And when the morning arose, the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here. Lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. That's happening today. It's legal. It wasn't legal back then. Here it is, we're in 2023, and you can go marry a man. You don't think that's making God upset? Y'all need to wake up. This heat, this weather, this high inflation, all this, this, is, this, this it's, it's over. American president, a thug, a gangster, someone finna go, got to turn himself in here in Atlanta, and they still want to vote for him. Is that perverted or not? It's over. The signs are here. Now, demons don't change. This same spirit of homosexuality was also in Judges chapter 19. Huh? What would you say, Pastor? I said Judges chapter 19, and I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to show you out the Bible something's wrong with our society. I'm going to show you. Go to the book of Judges. This happened again. Judges chapter 19. This this same spirit happened again. God is tired of this demonic spirit of homosexuality. And Judges chapter 19 says, and it came to pass in those days when there was no king in Israel, that there were a certain Levite sojourning on the side of the Mount Ephraim, whom took to him a concubine out of Bethlehem, Judea. And his concubine played the whore against him and went away before him unto his father's house to Bethlehem, Jehama, and was there four whole months, and her husband rose and went after her to speak friendly unto her and to bring her again, having his servants with him and a concubine and ass, as a female donkey. And she brought him unto his father's house. And when the father of the damsel saw him, he rejoiced to meet him. And his father-in-law, the damsel's father, retained him. And he aborted with him three days. So they did eat, drink and large there three days, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And it came to pass on the fourth day, when they arose early in the morning, that he arose early to depart, and the damsel's father said unto him, and to his son-in-law, comfort thy heart with a morsel of bread, and afterward, go your way. And they sat down and did eat and drank both of them together, for the damsel's father had said unto the man, be content, I pray thee, and tarry all night, and lest thy heart be merry. And when the man rose, his father-in-law urged him, therefore, he lodged there again. And he rose early in the morning on the fifth day to depart, and the damsel father said, Comfort thy heart, I pray thee. And they tarried until afternoon, and they did eat, both of them. And when the man rose up to depart, he and his concubine and his servant and his father-in-law, the damsel's father, said unto him, Behold now, the day's drawn toward evening. I pray you, tarry all night. Behold, the day goeth to an end. Lodge here, that thy heart may be merry. And tomorrow, go ye early your way, that thou mayest go. But the men would not tarry. Why was this man trying to keep this man from not going? He knew what was wrong with the city. But the man would not tarry that night, but he rose up and departed, and it came over Jezbeth, which is Jerusalem. And there was with him two asses, saddled her concubine was also with them. And when they were by Jezbeth, the day was far spent, and the servant said to his master, Come, I pray thee, let us turn into this city of the Jezbites and lodge in it, And his master said unto him, We will not turn aside hither unto the city of the strangers, that is not of the children of Israel. We will pass over to Gibeon. And he said unto his servant, Come and let us draw near to one of these places to lodge all night in Gibeon or in Rahab. And they passed on and went their way. And the sun went down upon them, which they were by Gibeon, which brought to them Benjamin. And they turned aside thither to go into a lodge in Gibeon. And when he went in, he set him down in the street of the city, for there was no man that took them into his house to lodge. And behold, there came an old man from his work out of the field at Eve, which was also Mount Ephraim. And he sojourned in Gabriel, but the man of the place was Benjaminites. And when he had lifted up his eyes, he saw a wafering man in the street of the city. And the old man said, Where goest thou, and where comest thou? And he said unto him, We are passing from Bethlehem Judah to the ward of the side of Mount Ephraim. From there, and I am, and I went to Bethlehem Judah. But I am now going to the house of the Lord, and there is no man that receiveth me to house. Yet there is both straw and provider for asses, and there is the handmaid for the young man which is with the servants that is no way of anything. And the old man says, Peace be unto thee, whosoever let all thou want lie upon me, only large not in the street. So he brought him into his house and gave potter unto the asses, and they washed their feet and did eat and drink. Here comes Solomon and Gomorrah. Now as they were making their merry hearts, behold, the men of the city, certain sons of Bethel, beast the house round about. Don't that sound like Solomon and Gomorrah? They knocked on the door round about. That sounds the same thing. It's the same thing round about and beast the door and spoke to the master of the house. The old man saying, bring forth the man that came into the house that we may know him. That sounds just like Genesis. This is the same sin. And the man, the master of the house, went unto them and said unto them, nay, my brethren, I pray you do not so wicked, seeing that this man is come into my house to do thy folly. Behold, here is my daughter a maiden, and his concubine, then I will bring her now, and humble ye them, and do with them the same that good unto you. But unto this man, do not so vet of a thing. That sounds the same, Sheila. It is the same sin. But these was more wicked, because not only did they want the man, they wanted the woman. Watch this. In Genesis, they just wanted the man. But here, they wanted the man and the woman. That's bisexual. Watch this now, Genesis, Judges 19.25. But the men would not hearken unto him. So the man took his concubine and brought her forth unto them. And they knew her, they had sex with her, and abused her all night until the morning. And when the day began, spring, they let her go. Then came the woman in the drawing of the day and fell down at the door of the man's house where her lord was until it was light. And her Lord rose up in the morning and opened the door and the house went out to go to his way. And behold, the woman, his concubine was falling down at the door of the house and her hands was upon the threshold. And he said unto her, up and let us bring, but no answer. Then the man took her upon an ass and the man rose up and got him into his place. And when he was come into the house, he took a knife and laid hold of the concubine and divided her together with her bones into 12 pieces and sent into all the coasts of Israel. It was so that all that saw it said there was no such deed done sin from the day of the children of Israel came up out of the land of Egypt. Unto this day, consider of it, take advice, speak your mind. It was that violent. That is no different. Then in Genesis chapter 19, bring him out that we may know him. But this one here, they brought out the woman. They had sex with the woman or the man. But in Genesis, they just wanted, wanted the man. So let's compare you. Let's show you where that's at because I don't want you to get angry Said he's making this up. We're going to go and check this Genesis out again because it's going to say the same thing. Genesis chapter 19 says the same thing that Judges 19 says. Bring him out. Here it goes, Genesis uh, chapter 19, verse 5. And they call unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came to thee that night? Bring them out unto us that we may know him. Same thing in Judges. Now, why is this so important? Because that's the sign that Jesus says that's going to happen when he comes. Homosexual will be at its highest, and we see that today. We see violence in the earth. We see corruption in politics. We see sexual perversion today. We see the earth that's full of violence. That's all the same. If you go here in Atlanta, Georgia, and you say something, I was coming from the, uh, my attorney's office, and I was that's why I'm on a fast. And this guy guy came around me. Now, he had a gun. I had a gun, too. But if I wasn't on my fast, I'm quite sure I probably acted as a soldier. But the Lord told me, tell him you're sorry. I heard that. God pulled up and said, man, I apologize. I kind of pulled out because I was trying to get to the VA. "Hey, hey, hey." Hey, man, I said, I apologize, sir. He still was cussing. And I said, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, I said, I'm sorry. And he just froze. But if I wasn't on that fast, in the flesh, a frustrated day, this is why you got to be led by the spirit. You can't let your flesh do something to get you in trouble. I probably would return fire. And God knew that because I was dealing with a lot. We are in some serious, Satan has used TV to corrupt our thought life. Families don't sit together. Everybody doing their own thing. There's a separation in the body of Christ. There are people called the down low or all oh, this old so foolishness, and everything is just con- dealing with the flesh. And Jesus says before he come all this stuff is going to happen to us. Sexual perversion. You got uh, human trafficking today. It's nothing different. Now, Jesus speaks of eight things that they will be doing before he come. One, eating. Two, drinking. Three, marrying. Four, getting married. Buying, selling, and planting. Materialism. That's where we have today. Jesus says there's nothing new under the sun. Any nation that can come under judgment will come. But the truth is that we are anything but a Christian nation in America. Our behaviors as nations make us a mockery of Christianity. We lead the world in every abomination known to man. Abortion, United States. Alcohol, United States. Drugs, United States. Addiction, United States. Gambling, United States. Crime, United States. Uh, liars in office. Thugs, United States. President, uh, in chief calling black folks son of bitches and shitholes, United States. Pornography, United States. Worse yet, we export violence. And in in, in immorality, other countries through our C-Z movies and television programs, we have become moral polluted on the whole earth. Everybody trying to be Westernized, and God's going to stop that. Even Israel is moving into this. We are so under the judgment of God that it is very, very, very close, brothers and sisters. Time is at near. A different thing about our behavior as a nation is that the Bible teaches that we are a nation under judgment. We refuse to repent, and ultimately we will reach a point where God will deliver all of us and this whole nation under judgment. When they took Sandra Day O'Connor, took our prayer out of the American school system, that was it. (laughs) It was over. So you see that there's nothing new under the sun. Now, as we, as Christians, while all this is going on, are going to go through some persecution. Now, when you say persecution, people don't like to hear that. Suffer. As a Christian, you will suffer. Now, let's look at the following. Also, the other apostles suffered. You don't hear this in a prosperity sermon. Feel good message I'm not here to make you feel good. I'm here to teach you true Christianity from the Bible and believe me, I pay a price to study. It's a price to know the word. and if you't do know if you know the word, you don't mix it with faith, it ain't going to work. so you've got to mix it even if you read it, you've still got to believe it. Amen, you have to believe it. Let's look at the book of Hebrews. Just up for this Bible don't fall. Thank you, Lord, because it will so fall. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 For as unto us was the gospel preached As well as unto them, watch this. But the word preached did not profit them. Why? Not being mixed with faith in them that hear it. There's no faith for people who are hearing these messages out here because they're contrary to Scripture. Now, Acts chapter 8 verse 5 tells us, uh, Acts chapter 5 verse 8 tells us about suffering. Now, a lot of Christians are not going to want to hear this, but I suffer a lot. I don't like to suffer. Job I suffer. Uh, It ain't never been easy. Being a Christian is not easy. And if someone's going to tell you that Christianity is some cakewalk, that, that's not biblical. So I'm going to show you something. Acts chapter 5, verse 8. And Peter answered unto her, tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, yea, for so much. Now, Acts 5, 8 uh they suffered they had to sell the land in order just to make some 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 income now i'm going to show you something else paul the apostle paul suffered please turn to 2 corinthians 11:22 and 23 they had to buy and sell land just to make it now i'm going to really show you some suffering and a lot of people don't like this, but we will have to suffer for Christ's namesake. There's going to be a time where you're going to have to die for the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Now, if you don't want to do that, then, you know, that's you. But I'm willing to give my life for him because my life is hidden in him, Colossians 3.3. Let's look at the sufferings that this brother went through before we close. Second Corinthians 11th chapter, please. Christians have to suffer. Yeah, we're in some last days, but we need to be really rooted in the Lord. You need to be in the Word. You need to be praying because Christ is really coming. And get your life together. Don't worry about nobody else. Look at you. Deal with you. I ain't worrying about who do what, as long as I don't do it. Now, I'm going to show you something. 2 Corinthians 11.23. Here's Paul's apostolic sufferings. Are they Hebrew? So am I. Are they Israelis? So am I. Are oh, they the seed of Abraham? So am I, as the minister of Christ. This is Apostle Paul. I speak as a fool. I am more in labor, more abound in stripes above measure, in prison, more frequently in death oft. My water pump went out out of nowhere, and I'm trying to go to a hearing in Washington D.C. Pow. I'm used to it but I stick with Christ. Watch this now. Of the Jews, five times received 40 stripes. He was latched 40 times, five times on his back. Say one. Of the Jews, five times received I 40 stripes. Say one. That man was beaten 40 times, five times. And they had bold lashes back in them day where the skin come off your back. He says, there was I beaten with rods. You're not going through that, are you? This man, now he wrote a third of the New Testament. He will say he was beaten with rods, R-O-D-S. Is that in the Bible, Sheila? Am I making this up? Paul was beaten with rods. Once was I stoned, Jesus Christ. Twice I suffered shipwreck. He was shipwrecked twice, a night and a day. I have been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, he's been robbed, in perils by my own countrymen, and I know about that, that's family members, I know about that, in perils by the heathen and the unsaved, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness in painfulness, in watching often, in hunger. I've been without food. In thirst, in fasting often, in cold and nakedness. Besides those things that are without that which come unto me daily, the care of all the churches. Who is weak? And I am not weak. Who is offended? And I burnt not. If I must greedily, if I need glory, I will glory of the things which concern in my infirmities. The God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is blessed forevermore, knoweth that I lie not. Now watch this before we close. The Holy Spirit through Paul's words reveals the anguish and sufferings of someone fully committed to Christ, his word, and the cause for which Christ died. Paul was in fellowship with God, sitting in symphony with the heart and patterns of Christ. Here are 20 ways Paul shared Christ's suffering. Do you suffer for Christ, or are you suffering for your flesh? Some of us are suffering from the flesh. The Lord revealed to me, a lot of minds came from my sin. See, what you sow, you reap. But if you suffer for righteous snakes, glory for you. And this is a conversation that people don't want to deal with, because most Christians in 21st century they see Christ as, as giving them something. Would you be beaten twice? Would you go hungry? Why is this? To humble. Because remember, you're not getting to heaven unless you do these things because Jesus says you get eternal life. Let me recapitulate this because you, you, you're going to forget and I'm going to get it before I close. A great distress. At the overwhelming sin of society, that, that greed, Paul, that's in Acts 17:16. Serving the Lord with many tears, that's in Second Corinthians 2, 4. Warning the church night and day with tears for three years because of the destruction brought about by the destruction of the gospel through false teachers. That bothered Paul. It bothers me. See, if you've got the spirit of Christ in and you see some doctrine that's wrong, that'll bother you because you can see people being deceived because people won't study. You have to study God's word. Grief in departing from beloved believers. Acts chapter 20, verse 17, 38. Great heaviness and continuous sorrow. My God. Many trials and troubles that came to him in his work for Christ. Grief, persecution, beaten, stoned, and beheaded. It's not easy being a Christian. Could God trust you before we close to do this? Please turn to Job chapter 1. What about if God puts you through this? See, I suffer a lot. I'm used to it. I don't like it. But I, I, I suffer. I don't suffer because of some sin I committed. That's right. You so what you read, Galatians 6, 7, 9. But I also suffer from righteousness' sake. The choice is going to be up to you. Are you going to be in the world? Or uh, you going to be of the world. Jesus said be in it, but not of it. I don't like nothing worldly. I've died to it. I was a drug dealer. I sold cocaine. I stayed in nightclubs. I ran street. I sold cocaine at night. I ran guns. I done done it all. All I want to do is try to get to heaven and please the Lord. Job went through a lot. If you see in Job now 1.6, now, now there was a day when the sons of God presented themselves in the and Satan also came along them. He can't do that now. Satan does not have access to the heavens anymore because when Jesus died, he was in the heart of the earth, Matthew 12:40, for three days. He ascended and resurrected and took the keys of death from Satan, okay? So he can't come to heaven and pop up no more. He can stop in the second heaven, but he no longer has access to the third heaven because of Jesus Christ. And if you see what this man went through, Paul, or Job went through, he suffered. But Job stood. Now, you may be going through a trial. We're all going through that, and I feel led to close with the If you're going to go through a trial, because I'm going through it, I'm going through a tremendous trial, believe me. And if you go through a trial, what do you do, and how do you react so that you can continue to stand fast in it and hold your ground is to stay firm in christ times are going to get worse you cannot put your trust in your job you cannot put your trust in government you cannot put your trust in nothing but the lord and if you put your trust in the lord he will give you grace and mercy when we are in grace is needed hebrews 4 16 when you go through a trial Remember that God is allowing that to happen in order to show you where you're at in Christ Jesus. Don't be like the world. World coming to the end, we just explained that to you. We just showed you right out of the Bible, the signs. No man knoweth the hour, but only the Father. We'll close with 1 Peter 1.6. Wherein ye great resource, though now a season, if need ye be in heaviness through man's full temptation, that the trials of your faith be a much more precious than of gold that perish, though it be tried with fire, might be fountains of praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus. Whom have not seen, ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, ye believe, ye rejoice, joy unspeakable, full of glory. Receive the end of your faith, watch this, even the salvation of your soul. See, when we are going through things, God is trying to chasten us, God is trying to get us to be focused on him and him only. It's very difficult to do in this time. If you have something to do, you have to obey the Lord. You can't obey people. You have to obey God and submit yourself to God and stay out the world and be clean through God's word. We want to thank you for listening to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. We are at www.livedeliverance.com. We are on the air I want to make a statement to sow a seed here at Live Deliverance. You can go to www.LiveDeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand corner of the icon, there's a PayPal site. We're not a prosperity ministry. We don't be trying to tell you sow a thousand. We'll give you a million. That ain't nowhere in the Bible. When you do it, do it as unto the Lord, Colossians 3, 17, 23. Don't do it for the person, because the person can't bless you. Do it as unto the Lord. Amen. I want to ask, tell Brother Hillmore. Uh, Brother Connolly, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Hawthorne. Uh, uh, we got to change deliverance. I'm going to be going out of town uh, tomorrow. Um, Mr. And Mrs. Ragler, Mr. And Mrs. Uh, Mr. Stevenson, Sister Jawan Mitchell, Sister Connie Franklin, Brother John Patterson, Brother Donald Billmore, Brother Steve Rollinson. Uh, brother Henry uh, Harpington, Sister LaWanna uh, Butler, Sister Kathleen McMitchell, and Brother Johnny Stevenson, we have s- we'll send you an email to change the deliverance session from tomorrow, and we're going to try to get back with you Thursday, but I have to correspond back with those who have heard me. If you've heard me, please email me at overtonab1 at com so we can arrange uh, your deliverance session. I won't be able. I won't be here Monday. I have some personal business that I need to take care of. So those who heard me, we did send out an email. I tried to call you. Please get back with me so that we can arrange getting back uh, your deliverance. If you'd like to have or receive deliverance, please email us. We have a, a 165 people waiting list, and we are very busy with deliverance, and it takes time to do deliverance for people. And we want you to know that God can deliver you as you read the word and as you fast and pray. Allow the Lord to deliver you from spirits because evil spirits hinder us. They don't bless us. I mean, it's sad that Christians don't know that we are dealing with forces that you can't see. When an unclean spirit leave a man, he said, I will return back into my house and bring seven others worse. Luke 11, 23 and 24. This is not an easy ministry. This takes time. It takes patience with people and it takes a lot of work and most pastors don't do it we are a full-time internet deliverance ministry we've been on air 14 years we do not endorse Creflo Dollar we do not endorse T.T. Jakes we do not endorse uh Joel Osteen uh we do not endorse this woman Joyce Myers we don't endorse that easy gospel that's not in the Bible I want to say hello to Sister Kathleen uh, Favors, one of our internet, Shalom Shabbat, on our Sabbath day. This is the Sabbath. This is the day of rest. You have to learn how to enter into the rest of God. I have to say that before I leave because very few people are Sabbath keepers. Jesus says in the book of Mark chapter 2, verse 27, and he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Then he says, therefore the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. And most Christians don't rest on this day. But before I go, I pray that you will convert to the Sabbath day for rest. This is how I generate myself. Uh, normally after I get through teaching, I just stay in the Word and just rest today. day. You have to get into rest spiritually because it's needed. Now, I want to say this before I close. Jesus did not nullify the Sabbath. He kept it, and that is written in the book of Hebrews. This is the New Testament, Hebrews chapter 4. The Bible promises us rest. Rest for what? Work. Now, this is my Sabbath. Jesus taught on the Sabbath. I can teach on the Sabbath. Okay? Uh, David, King David, he ate the shoe bread in the in the tabernacle. He was hungry. Okay, you can eat if you got to cook on the Sabbath to rest. If there's a pressing issue, it's not a sin to do that. I was talking to my lawyer. I'm not working. I said I'll drop it off to him. It's gonna be after 6:30. I'm not moving. Shabbat starts Friday 6:30 to Saturday 6:30. Now watch this that a lot of Christians are, are missing. And if you can convert to this. Even through my trials and tribulations, I know I'm to take the time and pray in tongues all day, all day. because 'cause I'm on front line. I don't know people. Jesus says, "You know not what spirit a person is." So I have to stay close to the Lord, as much as possible. And most people who teach get a lot of grace because the devil will come at you. But let me show a promise for you, where you can get rejuvenated. Please turn to Hebrews 4:1. It says, "Let us therefore fear." least they promise, being let us of entering into his rest watch this, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do not enter into rest. Look at this, folks. We which have believed do not enter into rest, because most Christians don't believe in the Sabbath. uh, The Apostle Paul says this, as he says, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works was finished from the foundation of the world. For he spoke in a certain place of the seventh day. This is the New Testament now. This ain't the Old Testament. So y'all can't use that excuse. He don't ever give us no scripture after the New Testament is about the Sabbath. but that's a lie because I'm giving it to you now. But he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. Now watch this. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, if it's based on you, sin therefore, it remained that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of what? Unbelief. You don't believe in the Sabbath. And again, he limited a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time as it was said today, if ye will hear the voice, harden out your hearts. Now, Jesus saying right here that he continued the Sabbath. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? No, he didn't. Because he says that he's the Lord of Sabbath in Mark 2.26, 2.27, and 2.28. The Son of God is the Lord of Sabbath. There remained it, therefore a rest, to the people of God, and you don't even rest. I rest. I rest on this day. I got to get rejuvenated. I got to drive. I got to deal with Demons Monday. I got to get back here. I got to get, uh, go back to the VA. I got to get the teeth done. I, it's a whole lot of stuff I have to do. Then I got to get back here to do uh, Internet. Then I got to help the brother out of Finland. Then I have to call people. I have a lot to do. And as a minister, I have found that if we would go into this rest, you will be surprised how God can talk to you and bless you. This is the day of rest. Shalom and good night. Okay, for those who are listening to me here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio ministers, we want to thank you for participating here with us. Are there any questions and answers before we leave? Okay, shalom and God bless and have a good night.